0: Good morning from the team here at 137 p.m this is 731 a.m let's get the day going good morning 137 p.m thank you for listening to the 731 a.m podcast today is wednesday june 29th 2022 my name is beau templin co-hosting today with me is the sensational charlie colbrenner charlie how is uh you're the first half of your week going.
1: It's good. We, you and I have talked about this. You say sensational and I've started saying it so, so, so much because it's one, It's one. Re- it's one of the best adjectives we've got, to be frank.
0: I didn't realize before working at a big company, like in college, I understood that like vocabulary or vernacular would associate based off like the people you hang out with. I didn't realize like the company you work at could impact the vocabulary that you use. And I feel like now when Gary starts using a word a lot, trickles down into like like profound was the gary V word of the last three months and so now everyone in the company uses the word profound
1: also one that i've gotten in trouble with but i did not i'll say it i did not get it from gary i've used it before but as i say in perpetuity and somebody recently was like you say that because gary said it and i was like i don't watch that much gary content i say it because i know the because i've been saying it but i guess maybe not from gary i hear gary say it all the time i, I have do. no idea what in perpetuity means though indefinitely sure for the for the rest of time wow i love in perpetuity i'm using it all the time and i just i listen no disrespect to gary but just he didn't invent it i was saying no i think i was ah, i hope he doesn't listen to this episode
0: (laughs) gary if you are listening feel free to tweet out the link to the episode on twitter and instagram Well, Charlie, we have a great show lined up here today. Uh, Some some very fun stories. As we get into the dog days of the sports season, we have to get a little creative about some of our stories, certainly. And I think we did so today. We can start today's episode by saying happy 10-year anniversary to, while it may not be one of the quote-unquote best movies of the last decade, it is certainly one of the more recognizable and well-known movies and it's going to be the 10-year anniversary on this day in 2012 magic mike honestly
1: i'll push back against that Bo. i do think it's one of the best movies of the past decade i magic Mike, one of the best movies i mean i think that what steven soderbergh does so well is he creates these sort of bombastic blockbuster movies that are like kind of perfect that so it's like it's not that it's uh it's not that it's a heart-wrenching or incredible or an experimental movie that pushes the boundary of cinema in any way. But when we talk about just like turn your brain off watch movies, I think Steven Soderbergh is one of the best, if not the best to do it. Magic Mike is one of the best turn your brain off movies I've ever seen.
0: But he's also able to do like his, a movie like Traffic or a movie like Side Effects. He's also like very good with this thriller dynamic and sometimes like, oh, true. That's like a romantic thriller dynamic as well. So while yeah. he does have that ability to do the turn your brain off, Oceans Trilogy, like, let's just have an absolute blast here. He, he's kind of a guy who was able to do both. Speaking of Oceans 11, you got a question for me or what? I do have a question for you, Charlie. With it being the 10 year anniversary of Magic Mike, I would like to play a little game called Fuck, Mary, Kill. And our three options today are going to be Oceans 11, Magic mm-hmm. Mike, and Oceans 13. 3 Steven Soderbergh classics all very well known all very well received but Charlie you have the tough decision of picking what's got to go what you're going to keep forever and what are you going to have a one time fling with
1: Charlie you're up I won't lie to you it's like these three movies were built for this game and it's kind of an easy no brainer um, I'm going to marry Ocean's 11 because I believe Ocean's 11 is one of the greatest I don't know what term to use for that like uh like it's like a sensational movie um, Ocean's 11 marry easy uh fuck magic mike because that's a movie that you want to watch it and love it and then you don't i don't need to watch it i could watch it again but i don't necessarily need to um and then kill oceans 13 which i love oceans 13 is a great movie but oceans 11 is so sick mary oceans 11 easy uh fuck magic mike kill oceans 13
0: and i think that's a very fine answer although i think i would swap oceans 13 it's just because i'm a sucker really for the the oceans franchise i feel like i could quote those till the day i die charlie later today at 2 p.m eastern time We will be live on Twitter Spaces. It will be you and Elton Jones, I believe, hosting the show. Yes, sir. And they've been a lot of fun. We've had great interaction with people, friends of the 731 AM podcast. Uh, I would also like for everyone listening to follow us on TikTok at 731 AM pod as our stuff is just blowing up. We're going viral left and right. And if you're not following us on TikTok, like, wow, what a mistake that would be. Charlie, let's start today's show over in gaming.
1: Yeah, so yesterday's Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase took place. Here are some of the biggest updates. Yesterday at the showcase, they dropped some pretty cool trailers and reveals for some of the upcoming Switch games. Some of the footage and announcements um, that caught people's attention so far revolved around titles like Super Bomberman R2, Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, Pac-Man World Repack, which is, if you're curious, is a remaster of the original game that launched in 1999, Dragon Quest Treasures, and more. And by the way, Mario and Rabid Spark of Home is coming out this year on October 20th. Return to Monkey Island is coming to the Switch as well as PC and Persona 5 Royal. I know a lot of people, um, I saw a lot of friends of mine posting about this day and Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable are also going to drop on Switch on October 21st. Whenever Elton writes these up, I'm like, I got to get a Switch because I would be gaming more if I had a Switch and then I would get into some of these games. But I I I need a Switch. I've never had one.
0: Never had one either, but I am a Nintendo fan. Just, in general, like their stuff uh, a whole lot. Elton, thank you for the uh, the update there. We appreciate it. Bo, what's going on with Wimbledon? Yeah, Charlie, over the last, like, 36 hours, Wimbledon has kicked off. It is underway over in England. This is... Certainly one of the more fun times of the year for tennis, right? Like we just had the French Open, and now Wimbledon has kicked off. And we had some big names playing in the last 30 hours. We can start with Rafa Nadal, who has won two majors this year. He won the Australian Open. He won the French Open. And now he will look to claim his third in a row. If he was to win this one, he would set himself up for a potential calendar Grand Slam, which is uber rare I think only like four tennis players ever have won the calendar grand slam Nadal has captured the first two of the four to do so Nadal won his first round matchup 6-4 6-3 3-6 6-4 in four sets Coco Gauff also played in the opening a uh, couple days here in Wimbledon Coco Gauff won uh, after losing the first set, she did win 6-3, 7-5 in the second two sets. Djokovic would win 6-3, 3-6, 6-3, 6-4 in four sets. And then the big news, Serena Williams, who has not played a singles match in like over a year. Um, the last one she was playing in resulted in like just tears. And, and this girl is putting herself through so much pain and she's persevering. Unfortunately, she would lose to Harmony Tan, a lesser known uh, French woman. She would lose 7-5, 1-6, 7-6 in the first round of Wimbledon. It's a bummer, Char. You always, you always enjoy watching the Williams sisters kick ass. Charlie, did you watch True Detective?
1: Uh, I've seen True Detective Season 1. I believe True Detective Season 1 is one of the greatest seasons of television of all time. I think it's pretty untouchable. Um, But I've not seen two or three.
0: I'm due for a Season 1 rewatch really, really soon soon here. Like, I I think I, I just need to do it. One of, yeah, the most riveting seasons of TV. If you've never, have never done it, please go do it. It is a must. But championship boxer Callie Reese... Uh, you know, kind of, yeah, I think she's like 35, 36 years old. She's coming at the end of her career in her boxing career. Well, she got cast in the role opposite of Jodie Foster in season four of True Detective here, Charlie. Really unique. She's only been cast in like one other project, really, really small. It was the 2021 critically acclaimed thriller Catch the Fair One. And she played a former boxer in the project. And she voluntarily joins a sex trafficking ring to find her missing sister. So this thing got some buzz, apparently, like in the indie scene. She was supposedly quite good in it. And now she's been cast in an HBO season four of True Detective. This is a, this is unbelievable. It's going to be written, directed and produced by Issa Lopez. Uh... Jody foster barry jenkins are among the producers as well it'll be filmed in iceland but we have no release date and we have no production schedule
1: so it's still a ways away with that we can hop over into entertainment Entertainment. um so this isn't nothing really happened yesterday we just got new pictures from it new pictures from the upcoming barbie movie uh and i hadn't really dove in and read about the barbie movie until yesterday but i did this is this
0: is so good though
1: Yeah, it's so wild. But so the Barbie movie, if you haven't seen the stills from it yet, is starring Margot Robbie as Barbie and Ryan Gosling as Ken. Um and imagery just keeps coming out. And yesterday, some of the craziest imagery we've seen yet came out of them in these crazy, like neon track suits, rollerblading. Uh the movie's coming out July 21st in 2023, so we still have about a year. But part of why it's been so hyped is that it's being directed by Greta Gerwig and it's being written by Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach which just for me going into seeing the visuals from the movie is very, very surprising. So if you're not familiar with their work, Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig pioneered a genre of filmmaking called mumblecore, which is characterized by hyper-realistic dialogue. And traditionally in mumblecore films, it's often improvised a lot. Often a lot of the lines, it's a combination of improv and written dialogue. So some of the most famous mumblecore movies are Noah Baumbach's movie, The Squid and the Whale, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, And then Francis Ha and then Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig's early work was very mumblecore some of her stuff has leaned away from it a little bit but she's still that's still sort of the core Um, she made Little Women uh, among a lot of other Lady Bird among a lot of other very famous movies um, but so finding out that it's these two writers who are known for their sort of like hyper-realistic dialogue paired with this concept that is very like cheesy and campy and eccentric um, just seems really interesting. And then also I saw yesterday that the costume uh, the costume designer is Jacqueline Duran, who won an Oscar for the costumes that she did in Little Women, a previous work that she worked on with Greta Gerwig. So it's um, I, this, this movie is just kind of an enigma to me. I just like I understand why it's so viral, uh, people talk about it, because I've seen the pictures. They're so ridiculous. Listen, I'm excited to see the Barbie movie, so I will say.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm certainly curious and fascinated by the project. Like at the very least, even if you're not gonna be like interested in watching the film, I think the reception will be very interesting yeah, to follow. Like what people think of it. And if it has success, do we see more stuff like this in the future? Like, does this shift, like I don't know, what people think they can pull
1: off. This is almost like a challenge,
0: I feel like, to the filmmakers themselves. Like, hey. Could we
1: make like a really good Barbie movie? Absolutely. If you haven't seen the pictures, go check them out because it's wild.
0: the uh, The photos of Gosling on Twitter are are pretty classic right now. I'm just they make me laugh every single time. I'm I. Please, please, please do. Charlie, you want to wrap up the show for us today?
1: Yeah, that'll do it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head over to 137pm.com or follow us on social media. Make sure you hop in the Discord. Also, make sure you hop on Twitter at 2pm Eastern today for our live episode. We'll be back tomorrow. As always, remember, to stay curious.